0: Bobby S. from Kansas says, The angel membership is absolutely worth the cost. Not only do you get the wisdom and skill, but the compassion as well. I feel as though I'm being spoken to directly. That's because we are speaking right to you, Bobby S. I can't tell you how many times Spirit just knows, right? God, universe, source, your angels, they know exactly what it is when you need to hear it. And it's like you could pop on a podcast episode or you could come into the angel membership, just hop to, you know, what. Spirit is showing you to listen to that day and get so much validation and messages. I love it. Bobby S., thank you so much for being a member. Hello beautiful souls. Welcome back to the Angels and Awakening podcast. I'm your host and author Julie Jancis and today you're listening to a session with me and Alexis when we went through and we had this session her dad came through with just these incredible messages uh, relating to the movie arrival and it was interesting that alexis and i have kept in contact afterwards and um she even made me one of her incredible paintings and i was so so grateful for that but you definitely have to see her work i'll ask her to post that over on our facebook tribe group the angels and awakening facebook tribe but without further ado here is my session with alexis is your dad on the other side okay and um mom's still here correct mm-hmm. okay yeah. but is mom's mom on the other side yeah okay because she came through kind of like dad's here grandma's here but then um both of your dad's parents are on the other side because they both stand right besides him mm-hmm. And then I don't know if your dad's parents lost a child um, because they have a younger person standing right next to them and just kind of signifying that they're all together over there. So if you look at your spirit team, that's what it looks like. Mom's mom. I don't know if she had like a little dog here, like a, a smaller dog, but she has a smaller dog like on the other side. That's like right next to her. Awesome. She. okay perfect. Yeah. Cause she showed it to me three times. And I'm like, okay, I'll write it down. Like yeah, <laughs> just as yeah. a clarifier. And then where does the Catholic come in? Cause over on your dad's side, I see grandma, she's got her rosaries and she said she still prays the rosary.
1: Yeah. Yeah. My sister and I were talking about that cause um, my little sister said that uh, she used to sit on her porch and hold her rosary and, in- she would pray on her porch. We were just, yeah. My little sister had mentioned that. Okay. Do one of you still have the rosary? Um, I think I think Christine does, but I'm not sure. Maybe my other sister. You know how some people like I love my crystals and I like
0: wearing crystals and I have different crystal jewelry. I just like the energy that it gives me or the protection or different things or the the vibration that I feel off of it. When you see the rosary, you don't have to just go get one, but when you're out and you see the rosary, I want you to get the rosary and think of her or um, like the beaded uh, bracelet that you can wear and think of it as a rosary bracelet and think of her. Cause were you um,
1: maybe closer emotionally with mom's mom? I never met my mom's mom, but I feel close to her. Like, I feel like she is a part of like who I am. And I also have her ring. Okay. So I, every time I put it on, I like thank her. Okay. And I just received, like, I just received that recently. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Cause they're
0: talking about how you and your two grandmas have been together a very long time soul wise. And they said, you're close to us equally in different ways. Okay. There's a lot that they want to get into. One thing that dad started off with was genealogy or like his heritage really important to him. Cause he, he made me feel like, and is there some like
1: European, like, um, English. Like Polish. Okay. So he was like, um, we're Polish and yeah. he was sort of like proud, like super proud to be Polish. Yeah. And I think we all are too.
0: Yes. He loves that you kind of took that on and, and that all of you feel the exact same way. Uh, keep that because when it comes up or you feel that and you feel his presence with you, it is his energy that is with you in that moment. I want to talk about how dad passed. Can you talk to me a little bit about that? Because he makes me feel like there was some stuff going on, but we never felt like it was going to happen when it did.
1: Yeah. So um, I had just finished like my academic year and I was like so excited to get back to Michigan. And we went back and my sister had her wedding and it was like the most beautiful like the most beautiful time it was like, um, afterwards we kind of think of it as like God's grace or like a blessing. Yeah. And a week later, uh, yeah, dad died suddenly from a heart attack and none of us were expecting it, but I, in particular, like he told me about his chest pain and I am like in the medical field. And I like, I just feel bad for not doing more because I'm like, you know, I just finished a year of training and I didn't see it. I'm like, I didn't push it. Like I didn't make him go in when he told me about it. And I, I feel like he wouldn't have listened to me anyways, Yeah. but it was so sudden it shattered like everyone. Yeah.
0: My dad passed from a heart attack, too, and I've gotten to talk to some cardiologists since. And I'm just shocked by the fact that just like mammograms when a woman turns 40 is like something that we just go do routinely. And I, I'm i kind of shocked that in today's day and age, we don't have something where it's just a yearly thing because there's so yeah. many issues that can be fixed that can come up in there and what he's saying is for him um he said i said that because other people who are still here need to know that they should go get their heart checked they should uh, not for you or your family but it's just something what he's trying to say is there was nothing that you could have done because for him, this is not funny, but your dad is a funny guy. Yeah. (laughs) Um, He goes, what was going on with his heart was the widow maker. It wasn't something that was going to have been fixed.
1: Yeah. I, I feel like I know that. I feel like he has, he's told me that because, um, in a weird way, I just last week, um, he collected Jadeite. And I like, my friend sent me this offer for Jadeite. And I went and I like, it was like aligned, right? And I went and I picked it up. And the woman had mentioned she just had a procedure done because it was the widow maker. Yeah. And to me, I like looked at her without even knowing, but I said, um, that's what my dad died from. It yeah. just like came out. And I was like, Do I know that for sure? But I was so for sure in that moment. See how they bring things together. So the first part of what he was saying is that you're going to help other people,
0: because now when I talk to people and I'm in conversations, I'm like, listen, every person needs to go get their heart checked. Right. Like every you know, so often you need to just go in and make sure that everything's okay because there's little things that could be fixed. And and he said, that's what you're going to do. That's the gift that you're going to give other people. He said, but what I had wasn't going to be fixed. He said, from the time that I started having pain, if even if I would have gone into the hospital, there is nothing that would have happened. And he said, there was a, a curve in the energy. So the energy splits from the point at which he told you, and it goes in two directions. And he just showed me, he said, "I would have." Uh, your dad is funny. He goes, "I would have been stupid enough to drive myself to the hospital," and he said, "If I had gotten into an accident and hurt other people, he said my soul couldn't have
1: handled that." Mm, that's him. Yeah, yeah, that's him. Yeah, he was the kindest. Yeah, the kindest person. So it's interesting that you say that. Like, that's what I'm going to do because. For some, I always used to complain to him about the heart. And I actually would, I would like bitch to him. Like, you got to go get your heart. You know, I would bitch to him so much. And that's why I think it's interesting that he ended up passing from a heart attack. And then a couple weeks after he passed, um, I'm in, you know, a PA school. So I, for my rotations, I was placed in inpatient cardiology And I didn't choose it. And I was placed in cardiothoracic surgery. So like I and I would normally want to run from it. But I am like going to walk right into it because I feel like it's in my path for a reason. A hundred percent. I have to ask you about this. The
0: picture over your shoulder of kind of like the blobby um, Mm -hmm. black circle. Yeah. What is that? Um, I paint. I I painted that. Did you really? Yeah. Have you ever seen the movie Arrival? No. You need to watch that movie. Did Did you paint that before or after Dad passed? Before. Okay. Certain things can flow in. Um, like I, there were messages that I was getting even before my dad passed, kind of from the other side about this. You did too, and that says it. In the movie Arrival, it's not about aliens. Imagine the aliens really are the other side and the other side is trying to communicate with us. And you'll get it at the end when it all comes together and she gets the, she gets the phone and she makes the phone call of what it all means. But what you have painted back there represents the telepathic language of the universe.
1: Oh, really? hmm That's cool. I um it's funny you say that because I have a lot of paintings and I always paint some sort of circle like that. Yeah. Always. Like it's been I've I'm an artist, but like it's morphed into that. Um, the symbol and the
0: name of her book all tied together in the movie. That brings me to the next thing that your dad had me write down, which is relationship with him so i know that it's a different type of relationship but he shows me your experience when your dad died um being very similar to when mine did of it just kind of opening this entire doorway in front of me and i couldn't not step through it it was just what i had to go through and it totally jolted me into an awakening unlike anything else he said what you need to understand right now is what i've been trying to help you with because i feel like your mom and your sister are semi open but not like a hundred percent you know what i mean yeah okay I had a lot of fear of this. I grew up going to Catholic school. I wanted to be a nun, like I still use the term God all the time. Um, then when my parents divorced, went to like one of the biggest mega churches and we went every Sunday was in youth group. All my trips in high school were youth group trips. You know what I mean? I packed this away for six months. My dad passed in August in january i started packing it away and i said god if this gift isn't of you i don't want it take it away if there's anything bad if there's anything wrong with it take it away i don't want it and legitimately i think the nuns might have taught us this but it so resonated with me i just made it my own when i was a little girl they'd say ask god how you can be a tool God can work through. Ask yeah. God how you can be a tool that they can work through to serve humanity. And so I always did. I've prayed that since third grade, pretty much every single day. And for that 6 months, I would say, God, I'm packing this away. You show me what you want to do and I'll do it. And the only thing I heard over and over again every day was this is how I need you work to work through you. This is how I need to work through you. Friends, what if there was nothing stopping you from becoming abundant to the max in all things? Finances, time, nothing was holding you back from becoming your healthiest, happiest, most financially abundant self yet. Friends, Thanks to our annual and monthly angel members, we've been able to grant over $100,000 in partial scholarships so that souls who want access to life-changing teachings in the angel membership have that opportunity and we have more partial scholarships to give. Don't let your egoic mind tell you that you're not worthy because the angels and I are here telling you, you are worthy. This is your year but I can't help you get where you're going if I'm not working with you in one of my programs. Become an angel member now. Go to theangelmedium.com, then the angel membership tab to sign up. If you need a scholarship, let us help you. Scroll to the bottom of the angel membership page and click the link for partial scholarship options. Links are in the show notes. And thank you. Thank you for coming together as a community. Thank you for contributing what you can each month. And thank you for helping us reach hundreds of deserving souls with life-changing teachings in the angel membership this year. This is going to be your best year yet. And so your dad handed that to you because he keeps saying to you, Very, very clearly. This is how I need to work through you. And he goes, your mom might not get it yet. Your sister might not get it yet. There's others around you who don't get it too. He goes, but they will. And he said, it sucks. It stinks. To be the beginning one right the adventurer uh venturing out into the unknown and nobody's alongside with you he goes um but you're strong enough you've got me here and he said you feel me every day
1: i do i feel like he is never far away yeah yeah i really do
0: mm-hmm mm-hmm He's trying to teach you, and this is where you're at right now. He's trying to teach you how to communicate with him.
1: Yes. Yes. And I am trying. I just, um, I feel like sometimes I'm rushing it. And so I'm trying to like listen, but I don't know if I'm doing it correctly sometimes. You know how you've got friends, right? Girlfriends.
0: Yes. And sometimes... A girlfriend's going through something and you're having a conversation and you're like this is the thing like something's coming into your mind naturally to share with that person to continue the conversation right like have you thought about this or my experience when i went through was this and this is how i managed it There's other times where you have a conversation with someone and there's really no information. It's more of just a listening or just kind of being with the presence of the other person. That's how it is with spirit on the other side, too. Okay, Mm -hmm. so uh, I think that if I was talking back to myself when I first awakened what i would tell myself is i was always seeking answers signs messages every moment of feeling my dad's presence not realizing that every relationship has moments where the presence itself being vibrationally close to one another and just feeling one another's presence like you can settle in the car with your partner driving you know in silence and nothing is wrong you're just there's nothing to say in that moment you know what i mean yeah. and actually it's a healthy relationship when you can do that right mm-hmm. same with your dad on the other side okay and so There can be this tendency to want there to be messages every second and that's where it starts to get confusing because then you think to yourself, well, dang, your egoic mind starts to come in and then feed you stuff. Maybe my dad would be saying this and maybe my dad but you know he said you've felt it so many times in your life when there's actually like a vibrational alignment in your body where you're like this is a yes or you just know something or you hear something auditorily within you or you see a daydream of something and those are all very clearly coming through or you could see a cardinal out your window right I saw a hummingbird the other day again out out of my window those are very clear signs. Yeah. That's where the message is, right? But it's okay to have this yin-yang of sometimes it's just wanting to be close to one another vibrationally, and that's okay. There doesn't have to be a message. And when there is a message, you can't not know it. Like it's right. just 100%. Right. Um does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Yes. So when it comes to your relationship with dad, now
1: are you married? Are you in the partnership? I yeah. So well, no. So I I'm not married, but um I have been with my partner for 11 years. Yeah, <sighs> long time. Yeah. Your dad loved him. Yeah. Do you guys live together? Yeah, we do. Um What's good? Everything good? No. So, I I through this awakening, right? I want. Um, it made me think about things that I wouldn't normally think about or have suppressed, but I've been there, and one of those is children, yeah. and I want children because I adored my dad and he adored us. You know, I know nobody's perfect, but like, that's just what it is. And I came to terms with, I can't imagine living this lifetime without experiencing that type of love. And I want that like, and I didn't know that so clearly before. And so I had written my, um, you know, I'd written him a letter saying what I wanted and how, you know, wonderful. I think he would be as a father and it wasn't received well. And it sort of shifted our, my, you know, on my end, on his end too, I'm sure. So that's where we are. I'm like, just not, I'm I'm not seeing it going forward because of what I want and I can't change him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And nor,
0: nor do you want to, right? Because you don't want to like change him and then you have two children and then him become resentful and walk away with a lot of work in your hands. Your dad takes you, pulls you close, hugs you. And he says, um, because what he was showing me at the beginning, he showed me partner and then he showed kids. So he did tie those two together. He knows everything you're going through, everything you're experiencing. And he makes me feel like, um, he is a good guy. Like your partner is a good guy. And that makes it even harder yeah. because like, there's nothing really wrong with him. There's like, he's a good to you he's a good like just man in general and he said he can be good and still you need to walk your path because he shows me you having the most loving amazing relationship lifelong partnership you never know sometimes we feel like we're never going to experience this level of love again and he said there is a thing of like soul partners soulmates but we never just have one right like there's never just one person out there for us and so you could have met this beautiful person and all right we gotta get to the nuts and
1: bolts of this
0: okay are you ready for this
1: go for it
0: it's a dual energy it's not bad it's not bad it's just it's a hard energetic thing to come to terms with within yourself yeah there's a total dual energy that you have to live with within yourself and it it, it's a change that has to happen now where you have to completely release your partner you have to completely let him go inside your heart and you have to let him be free to go on his path and do his own thing in order to open up your heart and the doorway to the future that you want and allowing it to come into you you have to let this other piece go there is another person multiple people your dad said here on this planet who would hold you on a pedestal love you and adore you and you would have the best partnership with in this lifetime Mm -hmm. there's a split in energy and i know you feel it where you know he might come back your partner now yeah Mm -hmm. the hard part and why i went like (sighs) is because if you hold on to him within your heart he can't come back because you haven't let him go You have to fully let him go within your emotions, within your thoughts, within your being. And that fully cutting the cord is an energy that he is going to struggle with. And as he struggles with, he comes to the terms and the questions within himself of, well, what do I really want? Yeah. And there is a part of him that does want a family. There's part of him that scared shitless because he went through a lot growing up. Yes. And and so your dad said if you continue to hold on to him within your heart, he can't make that decision for himself. You have to fully release him vibrationally, emotionally in order to fully put the ball in his court. And you, you doing that means that you have to fully surrender and embrace that he might not come back. Yeah. But that's the only way to truly know yourself and to truly move forward and to truly have your best future. Because your dad said, if it doesn't happen this way, where he's fully making the free will choice, he'll resent you later on for having kids and you don't want that. But if you fully disconnect emotionally and vibrationally and if he goes out and makes the free will decision and come back, then he's in 110%.
1: Okay? Yeah. I get that. I have also thought about that too. It's just such a hard thing to, when you like, when you really like still love them you're just not aligned like your wants are just different and so that's so hard but I get exactly what you're saying yeah mm-hmm. and so I guess what I've been so you're saying now yeah have that conversation now you've made up your mind yeah I can tell you
0: if you're sixty percent. if you're 50, 50, you're not, you're a hundred percent, you know, a hundred percent within
1: your heart that you want kids. And I even, I mean, I even have the name, like it just came to me when like, it just, yeah. Yeah. I like feel like my dad almost has like this soul or something. Mm -hmm. There is divine
0: time and we don't push ourselves a mile, but we do inch ourselves forward. And he deserves to know where you're at. And truly and honestly, it's like a 60% thing where you're probably gonna have to go through making a move and you know, really going through the process of fully splitting and and being two different people for a while in order for him to make that decision. And it's not a hundred percent that he will come back. Your heart is gonna have to get to the point where you're okay with meeting somebody new and and loving someone else and if that's what it is, if you surrender to that and you believe in your heart that God wants the best for you and you know, come hell or high water, no matter what your dad would have to do on the other side, he would make sure your sister, you and your mom. Do you have a brother too? No, my mom's brother. Okay. He's like, that that you all have exactly what it is that you need here, and exactly what it is that you want here. And he's like, I'm not going to let any of you want for anything. Yeah. But he did have me put here. He put um, what he wanted to talk to you about today was relationship with dad. What is what is it like in heaven? He put <laughs> girls, mom, sister. He put mom care. Mom needs to travel. She's going to be doing some traveling, and he said live. And he put that live to you, and what that live means from all the sessions that I've done is, what is it that you want? You have to go after that.
1: Yeah, I I am about to step into it on Monday, and yeah, I'm I'm scared, but I'm uh, yeah, like this next year is gonna be major for me.
0: It's interesting because you don't often see someone who has so many different talents in so many different areas, but he said that you're a writer too. Yeah. I
1: have been um, like journaling a lot. Good. And like every day. And so um, I can like picture things like I'll ask him for like a memory and I can just pick almost feel like I'm there, you know, like I can't, like, I can almost feel the grass and smell like, and so that's, yeah, that's what I've been doing. Those journals are a key for your
0: future. You need them in the future to look back and remember certain things and you're going to piece it all together. So keep them. Okay, good. And it doesn't mean you have to do the same amount every day. You don't have to write an entire page or two pages. If a sentence comes to you, one line, and it resonates with you, write it down. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I could see you doing a lot in your lifetime here. I think that you're right. There is definite work within your medical career that you're going to be Pursuing and going very deeply within but I also feel like the spiritual Holistic side is also going to be a very big part of your journey within life Mm -hmm. and kind of adding new perspective new voice To all of it. And so he's excited because your dad is walking you through every step of this journey, too and um you ever seen the movie interstellar um i think so oh gosh you got to go watch some great movies i wish i was seeing them for the first time interstellar oh and when you watch um arrival yeah It has nothing to do with your children whatsoever. Okay. Okay. It's just a story. Look at it as artistic. Your dad said to tell you that because he said your children are perfectly happy, healthy, and safe their entire lives here. Okay. 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 When it comes to arrival, um, no, interstellar, there's a piece where... The guy, Matthew McConaughey, the dad realizes that he felt this calling in life and this purpose all throughout life. But it was really for his child for him to hand the baton over to her. And your dad said that that's us. And he said, That's your journey with your kids too. Yeah. Yeah. So He's working with you every step of the way and he said, don't worry about mom. don't worry about sister. He mm-hmm. said, um,
1: sisters. yeah. he's mm-hmm. like,
0: um, I'm working on them.
1: Okay, good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I've been I've been asking him too yeah because I'm so worried about them being so far away. Yeah, a hundred percent
0: does one of your sisters have children already?
1: No, but she has a lot of dogs Okay, and those are like her kids. She treats those like her kids. Is
0: someone married already? Oh, your sister. My Yeah, but my older sister, Betty. Mm-hmm. Okay. Did somebody have like longer blonde hair when they were little as a kid? Because he keeps showing me this picture of one of you girls when you're little, but the hair is like longer. It's long blonde hair. And he keeps showing me
1: your sister wants children too, right? Yeah. I Deep down, I know that. And I think I'm almost like the example for her. There might be a surprise there. He's got this little girl that he keeps
0: connecting to her. Okay. Yeah. Harder to be the keeper of secrets, but there's something there. Um, now? Within like the next two years. Okay.
1: Yeah. Did you dance with your dad at the wedding? I, my sister, I, so I, I look at the photos from the wedding all the time. Yeah. And Betty did. Okay. Mm -hmm. And she's the blonde.
0: Okay. Cause he, he says that you really savored just the presence of him that night. And he said, that's why you keep going back to it. Um, he said, but it's also the presence you feel when I'm around in the car and different places. And he said at work, when you start your new position and he said, it's my sign. That's how, you know, I'm here. And you're just becoming familiar with that vibration.
1: Yeah, I am. I, I know I feel him all the time. All the time. Mm -hmm. and I'm so glad that that's the feeling it's like such a wonderful feeling it's like a warm hug yeah it's so nice and I did savor like I almost feel like I knew without knowing something was going to happen because I felt like I just wanted to go back right away like I just you know was like and then that happened yeah so looking back yeah
0: Mm -hmm. um Alexa, thank you so much for this time together. Yeah. Thank you so much. This is awesome. Of course. Of course. I'm glad that you're in the Angel Reiki school. You're going to use it for so many different things in your future you're very, very intuitive. Keep that journal and write down when you get those intuitive hits because they're all piecing things together for you. And it's okay to be the translator and to put things into your own terms. Okay. Okay. Awesome.
1: All my love to you, Alexa. Thank you so much, Julie. You too. All my love. Bye. Bye, Julie.